1: Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget.
2: Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be.
0: Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome to the Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Dave Smith.
2: And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. It's Tuesday, June 28th, and we're the podcast that updates whenever there's news, all day, every weekday.
0: Here's the latest.
2: Cassidy Hutchinson, the senior aide to former chief of staff Mark Meadows, gave bombshell testimony today to the House January 6th committee about what she saw in the White House on and leading up to that day. Hutchinson had a front row seat to much of what took place, and she painted a picture of President Trump's inner circle, knowing violence was possible. She also described Trump's actions that day, which in several cases seemed to encourage the rioters' violence. Early in her testimony, Hutchinson described a discussion she had with Trump lawyer Rudy Giuliani on January 2nd. He said that January 6th would include a march on the Capitol and asked if she was excited. She then relayed the conversation
3: to her boss, Mark Meadows. I remember leaning against the doorway and saying, I had an interesting conversation with Rudy, Mark. It sounds like we're going to go to the Capitol. He didn't look up from his phone and said something to the effect of, There's a lot going on, Cass, but I don't know. Things might get real, real bad on January 6th. Hutchinson testified that during Trump's rally on
2: January 6th, the Secret Service spotted numerous people carrying weapons, including AR-15s and wearing body armor. They remained outside the metal detectors, also known as magnetometers or mags, that would have allowed them to get close to Trump. She said Trump was furious about this because he wanted a bigger crowd. And he said,
3: You know, I, I don't effing care that they have weapons. They're not here to hurt me. Take the effing mags away. Let my people in. They can march to the Capitol from here. Let the people in. Take the effing mags away.
2: Hutchinson revealed how much Trump himself wanted to go to the Capitol with the crowd to stage some sort of media event. She discussed the idea with Pat Cipollone, the White House counsel,
3: whom she said was extremely alarmed. And Mr. Cipollone said something to the effect of, please make sure we don't go up to the Capitol, Cassidy. Keep in touch with me. We're going to get charged with every crime imaginable if we make that movement happen.
2: Hutchinson relayed a conversation she had with White House Chief of Operations Tony Ornato shortly after the president returned to the White House following his January 6th speech. Ornato relayed what happened in Trump's limousine when he left the rally. Trump wanted to make a surprise appearance in the House chamber while Congress was counting the electoral votes. Ornato related to Hutchinson that he told the president that was impossible. Also
3: in the car was Bobby Engle, Trump's head of security. The president said something to the effect of, I'm the effing president, take me up to the Capitol now. To which Bobby responded, Sir, we have to go back to the West Wing. The president reached up towards the front of the vehicle to grab at the steering wheel. Mr. Engel grabbed his arm, said, Sir, you need to take your hand off the steering wheel we're going back to the West Wing, we're not going to the Capitol. Mr. Trump then used his free hand to lunge towards Bobby Angle, and when Mr. Renato had recounted this story to me, he had motioned towards his clavicles.
2: Hutchinson recalled a specific moment on the afternoon of January 6th at 2.24 p.m. Even though the White House knew rioters were chanting, hang Mike Pence, Trump chose that moment to tweet out an attack on Pence for refusing not to certify Joe Biden's victory. Here's Liz Cheney. Ms. Hutchinson, what was your reaction when you saw this tweet?
3: I remember feeling frustrated, disappointed and really, it it felt personal. I was really sad. As an American, I was disgusted. It was unpatriotic, it was un-American. We were watching the Capitol building get defaced over a lie. After nearly 100
2: minutes of remarkable revelations, Committee Vice Chair Liz Cheney dropped a couple more. She had Hutchinson confirm that both Rudy Giuliani and Mark Meadows both sought pardons for their roles in the January 6th attack. Then Cheney issued a broad warning against witness tampering by sharing this message an unnamed witness received, presumably from someone close to Trump, before testifying. Quote, what they said to me, is as long as I continue to be a team player, you know I'll continue to stay in good graces in Trump world. Committee Chair Benny Thompson then closed the hearing with a call to members of Trump's inner circle who have resisted testifying so far.
3: If you've heard this testimony today and suddenly you remember things you couldn't previously recall or you discovered some courage you had hidden
0: away somewhere, Our doors remain open. Today and every day, we're updating the refresh from Insider as news happens. So check back whenever you want to know the latest.
2: Coming up, if you've been wondering why Elon Musk is lashing out lately, just look under the hood at Tesla. a federal judge has sentenced Ghislaine Maxwell to 20 years in prison for recruiting and grooming women as young as 14 in a sex trafficking ring she ran with Jeffrey Epstein. Prior to the judge's ruling, eight survivors either spoke or had statements read aloud. The prosecution had asked for between 30 and 55 years. The defense asked for four to five years, saying Maxwell should not be forced to serve a sentence that would more rightly have gone to Epstein if he had and died awaiting trial.
0: Plan B, the emergency contraception pill, is in such high demand that pharmacy chains are limiting how much you can buy. CVS, Walmart, and Rite Aid all have short supplies of the so-called morning-after pill and have placed caps on purchases. That's according to the Wall Street Journal. The run on emergency contraception comes as some fear restrictions on birth control will follow state abortion bans.
2: A former guard at a Nazi concentration camp has been sentenced to five years in prison. Mind you, the man is already 101 years old. The prosecutor's office did not release the man's name, according to Germany's privacy laws. But he lives in Berlin, and prosecutors say he aided and abetted the murder of over 3,500 people during the Holocaust.
0: Hey, look who's getting vaxxed now. You were super duper today, getting your COVID vaccine, Elmo. Yeah, there was a little pinch, but it was okay. Elmo is getting vaccinated just as kids under five are finally eligible to get the vaccine. Elmo's dad also says he talked through the choice with Elmo's pediatrician.
2: I learned that Elmo getting vaccinated is the best way to keep himself, our friends, neighbors, and everyone else healthy and enjoying the things they love.
0: As always, thank you, Sesame Street. Elon Musk has been particularly erratic these days, whether it's telling employees that they have to work from the office or else or saying he has a super bad feeling about the economy and laying off staff without notice or his very public back and forth about buying Twitter while criticizing it. Insiders Lynette Lopez says all of this is just sleight of hand of a master magician meant to distract us from what is really going on behind the scenes at a struggling Tesla. So Lynette, If Elon Musk only acts out when something is wrong at Tesla, what is actually going on at Tesla?
1: I mean, first of all, let me say, if he were a master magician, I would have not been able to figure this out. Um, But (laughs) (laughs) I've been watching Elon since about 2018, and he has very specific tells for when Tesla is not doing well. And that is he just acts out. He likes to distract people. He wants to talk about just about anything else. What he doesn't want you to look at in those times is Tesla's financials. What he's trying to hide now is that Tesla is not doing as well as it should be doing this time of year, partly because of lockdowns in China, Mm -hmm. China being its most crucial market. Um, Its sales are declining everywhere else around the world, especially in Europe. And we also just found out that he is hemorrhaging Billions and billions of dollars in his new factories in Austin and Berlin. So it's just not working out for him right now.
0: So Tesla's stock price is down about 40% compared to the start of the year. And you talked about some of Tesla's persistent, if not existential problems. So what are they exactly?
1: Tesla, when you actually dissect the company, does not make money. Most of it's cash is derived from these credits that it gets from automakers that make combustible engines, which is to say there's a program where basically a car company that makes bad emissions from its combustible engines has to buy credits from electric vehicles, which make no emissions. Uh, And since Tesla is the biggest electric vehicle company, they make billions of dollars selling credits to the rest of the car companies around the world. Unfortunately, as those car companies get their own electric vehicles, they're not going to have to pay Tesla for that. That money spigot for Tesla is about to dry up. And it has been crucial, crucial in Tesla's ability to get out of the red and into the black.
0: So obviously, Lynette, you know, Tesla super, super well, and a lot of folks do. But for people who aren't that familiar with Tesla, why does all of this matter?
1: Well, Elon's the richest man in the world, and when he gets to do what he wants, it basically sets an air of impunity for, like, everyone. The other thing is, you know, Tesla, as one, um, as the most famous short seller in the world, this guy, Jim Chanos, who says that it's going to be that big, instructive stock that becomes the poster child for the excesses of the last stock market
0: cycle. So speaking of, what do you think the future of Tesla actually is? Is Tesla just going to become the ward on Elon Musk's back?
1: You know, Elon derives so much of his wealth from Tesla. I don't think it's going to be the wart on his back. I think he's going to try to save it the way he has many times when it has been on the verge of bankruptcy. You know, he acts out when Tesla is in trouble because Tesla matters to him. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to see him fight. But he is working against forces that are bigger than him, one being the Chinese Communist Party and the other being a market downturn and the most violent one we've seen in some time.
0: Lynette, thank you so much for chatting, as always.
2: Glad to be here. Thank you.
0: Lynette Lopez is a correspondent at Insider and one of our regular contributors.